something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm like Shawn Mendes. Help me. What's happening right now? <laughs> Not much. I'm so glad to see you. I feel like it's been too long, honey I know. German. I miss you, too. Life has been really crazy for both of us. I'm gearing up to launch a business. I know, which I'm so excited about, and I know what it is, and I don't want to tell anybody. It's launching tomorrow, but it's Stop. been so much work. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm like, I better make money off this bitch because the amount of work, hours, you will. photos, it's a lot. But you know what? Um, you're a businesswoman, and this is a part of it. It's so crazy because I never considered myself a businesswoman. Now I'm like, yeah, I am a businesswoman, and I'll, and I'll be able to teach other women how to build their own business from the from the ground up. Each one, teach one, and I love that you're willing to do that. Now, when you guys find out what Honey is doing and what she's launching, you're totally going to want to be a part of it. So we definitely want to tell you guys when we can. Yes, yes. But, Next episode, we're going to talk all about it. Okay, promise. I promise. Okay, and I need to get my product too, girl. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no. So you've been doing really well, and I've been watching. I feel like I'm still a part of your life because I watch of you. Of course, on you Instagram. are. I see every time you go out. Oh, I know. Okay, she's having a drink. Good. She's having fun. She's dancing. Good stuff. I went to karaoke. I saw you. You were having so much fun. When I tell you, I looked at that video of me and my friend Brooke, and I I had the giggles because I was like, we were acting like such fools, and we didn't care. Who cares? You're creating memories, and you're living your life, man, and that's really what's important. Hey! I love that. No, you know what? We were living our lives, and that's the thing. It's like I said to my husband, we had arranged this dinner for like a while ago, and he said, do you want to go out? And I said, yes. Of course. I was so tired, and I said, no, we're doing this tonight. Push through. And even my girlfriend, she goes, I feel like I had a release last night. Even though we were like so hungover the next day, I said, we needed this. So welcome back to Life in Spanglish. I know. Dear listeners, we love you and appreciate you. You know, we're doing season one. Yes. Getting ready to wrap up season two. We gotcha. And we got so many more exciting things coming really up. Do. I'm finally going to meet Bella German, which I don't even want to like tease that. Oh, I don't even want to tease it because don't. Bella, I shouldn't tell you. 
don't. You don't even know what's going on with I, me and Bella. I don't know what's oh, going on okay, with you and Bella. Okay, so, okay. What, are you going to meet up and pick up all the dupes you need? No, I, I need to pick her brain. You know, Bella German, Honey's sister, has this site on Instagram. Or she has her Instagram, but then she also has a website where she does dupes. Like, yeah, it's called the Beauty Nation. Yeah, and yeah. it's like expensive stuff. She finds you like the cheaper version that you could get at like CVS. That and you it's could like wear daily. Bomb. It's amazing. <laughs> you don't have to wear your Chanel lip gloss every single day. She got you with a CVS brand. I love it. So I wanted to talk to you about the whole Selena Gomez situation because there is a lot of talk. People are flapping jaws, girl. Yeah. And if you don't know what the Selena Gomez situation is, years ago now, I think it was two years ago. Two years ago, ago, yeah. Yeah. Her one of her best friends, Francia donated her kidney because Selena was sick. She's had an ongoing condition that, you know, um, truthfully, she's been trying to manage. Mm -hmm. And basically, she needed a kidney. We're giving you the long and short. A hundred percent. Yeah. Her one of her best friends stepped up. She was a match and said, I'm here for you, girl. I'm going to give you my kidney. You that's huge, bro. Would you give up your kidney for anyone? Uh, our executive producer Andrew is shaking his head. Yes, honey, I want to oh. see him get the call. I want to see you get a sibling. The call. A yeah. sibling is the only person that's getting a kidney because picture me giving my husband a kidney and then finding out he's cheating on me next year. <laughs> Why do you always? I will cut him open. I'll be no, like, I need my fucking anything. kidney back, motherfucker. <laughs> you are not gonna be vacationing with this new hole with my kidney. With my kidney, filtering out your alcohol. Exactly. Um, no, you know what? I I thought about this before we spoke about it on the um on the podcast, and I said to myself. For my children, yes. a million and one percent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My husband, yes. And I'm doing that on purpose because I did think about it. I was like, well, what if things go south and he meets a new woman and then I'm seeing him like, you know, so I did think. See him the on same Facebook thing. hugged up in and Aruba no, 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 with no, the no, kidney. Not with my kidney. Um, no, but I would. I would give it up for my husband. That's Anybody dope. in my family, yeah. my immediate family, it's a big thing to give your kidney it is. for a friend. It really is because the, the rehab after, like your body has to, first of all, you're going through a major surgery. Yeah. You're losing one of your organs. So now this is putting a strain on your body. But um um, Francia said that, you know, it was just very, very difficult for her to recover from this surgery. Absolutely. So, yeah, you got to think about who you're giving your organs to. But now they had a fallen out. Yeah. And they're not friends anymore. Yeah. Hashtag awkward. Um, so what do you think is going down to make them not be friends anymore? So what's happening right now is, well, according to Radar Online, they're the ones that broke the story. It's two sides to the story. They're mm-hmm. saying... Um, Selena's friend is not happy with her choices and the fact that, you know, Selena drinks and, you know, she goes out and I guess she's figuring, I gave you a kidney, you should be making better decisions. Yeah. But then they're also saying that Selena's just tired of being indebted. Like, she's like, okay, you gave me the kidney, like, let me live my life now. Right. So it's kind of like a divide. They're saying they haven't even spoken in nine months. See, that's terrible. And that means to me that, like, you know, this Francia girl, I can see where she's coming from. And by the way, I don't know who she is, obviously. Like, she's just one of her friends in yeah, her she's inner just circle. One, well, like, um, I think she's an actress. I think she works, like, yeah, Grown-ish? she's in media. I think she's in Grownish. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know her background, but I, I can see this young woman's side of things. I put myself through hell to mm-hmm. give you something that would benefit you and that would give you, um, you know, a better life. And now here you are jeopardizing that. 
You know, I mean, here's the thing. We know that Selena Gomez has had her fun. You know, she goes out. She likes to celebrate. But, you know, I think that you need to modify when you are faced with something like that. I mean, she's still battling her on her her. Battle, yeah. So, um, and I don't remember. And please don't quote me. Is it's, it lupus? It's lupus. Yeah. It's lupus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't want to say the the wrong thing. You would think, yes, I can see Francia's side of things, but then I also think like you gotta let a person just be a person. Can I be Selena for a minute? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I got the kidney. Mm-hmm. Now, what's gonna happen? Like, are you gonna watch me for the rest of my life? Like, do I have to do as you say? Like, can I not have a glass of wine because you gave me this kidney? Well, I think that's hard too because you look at somebody like Selena Gomez who has been in this industry since she was literally a child. Mm-hmm. And now you have somebody that's kind of like looking over you. I don't want that. Right. I really, really I don't want that. I can see that perspective, but then again, I can also see Francia's side and I'm almost like, man, you know? I can see her side too because it's like, really, you made me cut open my body, give you a kidney, and you over here guzzling wine? Wilding out? Yeah. I, I can see But then she saved her life, from. so it's just like... You already did your dad, you know, not your dad, but you already did your good deed. Yeah. And I think that there are also things that, like, my mother will always say, like, you know, you never, you never, what you give with your right, you never let your left hand know what it's doing, or something like that. You know, it's like when you do a good deed, you don't go out and proclaim it. Just let it go. You're not supposed to tell people about it. You're supposed yeah. to just yeah, okay. own it. Yeah, exactly. People but can't like, even give a homeless person a, a McGriddle without putting it on Instagram. <laughs> McGriddle. That sounds so good right now. I'm sorry. Really no, but you know what? I just feel bad for her because I think that a lot of people on social media were coming down on this Francia check and saying like let Selena go of like, course they are because like, they're Selena fans exactly they're Selena fans and they're the people who are rallying around their girl but I do think that she's a really amazing friend and she really Selena is may want to reconsider there are very few people in this world that truly think about you and care about you the way that I think this woman does that's a fact because right I'm not cutting, I'm not cutting myself open for just anybody. I mean, you would have to, I mean, even like my best, best, best friend back from when I was like a little girl, I would really have to contemplate it. I'm sorry. I I would probably say no, unless it's like one of my sisters or brothers, I would probably say no. Yeah, it's just, it's a big thing to step up and you see, like, that's the reason why you have to be careful with what you, you know, are willing to give people, you know, are they depleting you of your energy? That's like a give and take relationship. That's an all take relationship, in my opinion. No, it really is. Have you, you know what I mean? Have you ever done a favor for someone or has anyone ever done a favor for you where you've been in that kind of situation? I've been, I, I've had somebody do a favor for me and never let me forget it. Oh, and I God. said, I will never, ever ask that person for anything in my life again. And it taught me a lot about that friendship. Like, I will never, ever. There's a They were just always bringing up the same thing. Whenever. And it was like, um, my mom calls them like, um, uh, no, me estaba tirando. Me estaba oh, tirando. Oh, sí, te está sacando las cosas yeah. en cara. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was like, me estaba tirando las quejas. Like, like, oh, well, if you wouldn't have done this, then. And I'm like, well, then, then why did you fucking help me out then? Yeah, I you see what, what I you're mean? saying. You do a good deed and you leave it alone. Let it go, yeah. But that's where I'm having a hard time with this, with this Francia girl, because, like, you can see the genuine concern Mm -hmm. that she has for her friends so this is a tough one man it is a tough one but a lot of people do do favors just to be able to hold something over your head you know Mm -hmm. sometimes people you know i've seen people marry someone's family member just to like you know do their citizenship or something and then forever they're talking about that right you know you wouldn't be in this country if it wasn't for me and you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me so like you're forever indebted to that person you're like well damn then here's my green card fuck take it back (laughs) i'm I'm forever indebted to vanessia let me tell you what vanessia tells me what does she say she tells made you not only did i make you she tells me all the time 
You are lucky I went to America when I was pregnant with you because if not, you would have not been a citizen or had paperwork. Or You've you, been DACA all day. You, exactly. <laughs> you would have been in DR eating dirt. So she tells me all the time, you speak English and have citizenship because of me. Well, okay, Vanessa, but let's like let's be honest here, okay, homegirl, because you came back to the states because you wanted to have a, I, my assumption is a better life. She was trying to come out here and hustle, exactly. And there I was, and now she's mad at you for being a citizen, exactly. Well, Vanessa, we gotta have a talk, okay? I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Honey, I was telling you before about Wander Beauty. You know how they're a sponsor for Life in Spanglish? Yes, they are. Well, yesterday I went to yoga. And, you know, after yoga, I look a little pallid. (laughs) Um, I look a little pale and a little, like, drawn out. So what I do is I use my On the Glow Beauty Stick. It's amazing. Do you know what this is? I actually saw it, but I haven't tried it yet. Why don't you tell me a little bit about it? It has a highlighter on one end Mm -hmm. so that you can look like you're glowing. And then it has, like, a little blush on the other end and it's perfect because it gives you that little flush look but you can use it on your eyes you can use it on your lips on your cheeks it is my go-to product and I have it in my yoga bag because that way I know when I work out I can actually go to the store and not scare people I love that it is so amazing and I love a good twofer do you know what a twofer is no two for one baby you, you get two items for one that's and the mom a, and you of that course that is me so no you've definitely got to try the on the glow it's for your eyes cheeks and lips it gives you an effortless look and right now you can get your very own you pop it in your bag and you're ready to go 20 percent off with the code spanglish so definitely try it today you guys are going to love it just as much as i do now let me tell you what my favorite um wander beauty product is i work practically 40 50 60 hours a week no, and you're the, a hustler and at the end of the day my eyes are just a mess especially the under eye circles and the under eye baggage so i grab one of the wander beauty baggage claim eye patches Stop. and i put it on and i sleep with them and when i wake up in the morning you don't have to keep it on all night is that why you don't have puffy eyes yes no way i use the patches i have them right by the side of my bed and as soon as i get in bed ready to watch my crime stories i pop them on <laughs> I'm going to wanderbeauty.com. You know what? And you can get 20% off with the code Spanglish, and you can get your baggage claim patches too. Uh, let's go to the salon because we got a letter from Borinquena in, in Fogonau. Is that how you say it? Okay. Borinquena is in Fogona. Fogona? Is that how you say that? Yeah. I think so. That's okay. a Puerto Rican thing. Okay. I've heard it. It says, hey, Carolina and honey, I'm a newlywed navigating my husband's family. Mm. I'm Latina AF, and his family is very bland and non-Latino. Here oh, we go. Welcome to my world. Uh, I have such trouble <laughs> dealing with them due to their ignorance about other cultures, especially my brother-in-law and his girlfriend, who the family treats so much more like family than me. I thought once I was married and actually part of the family that they would treat me more like them, but that's not the case. I've tried being nice and complacent but I'm having so much trouble doing this as time goes on do you have any advice about dealing with in-laws for a woman married to a non-latino p.s my husband does know how I feel and he does his best to navigate it too uh okay well in in fogo now I have never heard that before that's like being mad Puerto Ricans is like yo estoy tan en fogo now that means like he's on fire or she's on fire well, let me tell you this. Um, Carolina you, got you. I do. I have you. Here's the thing. Um, I'm different type of situation only because like I'm obviously Latina. My husband is white and Jewish. So we have a lot of things going on like with the two of us and our relationship. I'm Catholic. He's Jewish. You know, he's white. I'm Latino. You know, whatever. The whole thing is when we first got together, I said to him, I refuse to have a family dynamic that is um, negative. 
I don't want anybody to make me feel like I am less than, you are not less than to my family. Like, my family welcomed Mark with open arms. I mean, like I said, I've mentioned this before. They love him. They think he's, like, you know, practically their son. I did not. They love him more than you sometimes? Sometimes. Most of the time, I would say. 90%. Um, But I will say this. I did not receive that type of welcome, but I don't believe it was on purpose now. I think sometimes we take things so personally and you think you're the only one going through it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I had to step back and recognize like their family dynamic was so different than mine. It's a cultural thing, though. It is a cultural thing. Yeah, it really is. We love very different. We love hard. We're passionate. We're vocal. We're expressive. Borderline abusive sometimes. (laughs) Right. Exactly. No, but I'm saying like truthfully. I took it as my mother-in-law and my father-in-law when he was alive, them being kind of cold, Mm -hmm. but that's just who they are. They're just, they're just different. That's what they know. That's what they know. And so I had to take myself out of the victim perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, what happened to me? Why did I do that? You know, I've never second guessed marrying my husband, but I did think about, you know, the family that I married into. And it was when I did that, that I could better connect with them. My mother-in-law ha- and and I have a great relationship. It's it's a cultural thing in a it, way. It's it just like if is. you make if you see it for what it is, it's just like okay, their culture is completely different than mine. Absolutely, you're not gonna feel offended if they don't hug you and kiss you and go crazy when you it's come true. in. They're not gonna have you know all four burners going with a row habichuela, totone, and, and a wine a bottle of wine. We would go out to dinner to Bonefish Grill because they lived in Florida where all the old people go. It's you gonna know? Be, it's, it's gonna like, be different, you know. But you know what the thing is is that now that I've gotten over that hurdle I have such a beautiful relationship with my mother-in-law and you know listen we're not best friends we don't go shopping together but there's a respect there and she understands I love her son more than anything in this world and that we've given her two beautiful grandchildren and now I just on a strength of that she needs to love you love you what was that? I said, just on the strength of that, she needs to love you, love you. Oh, you taking care of her son, and you gave her those two grandbabies. Absolutely. And But you know what? She loves me in her own way. So my advice to you is to take a step back, look at their family, look at the way that they engage, look at the way that they speak each other, and try not to make it so personal, and really try to find a common ground. You know, um, my, mother-in-law, uh, my mother-in-law and I love to talk about TV. It's okay. like our Shows. one... Me and my mother-in-law too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, and it's easy enough where you can say like, "Oh, did you watch Big Little Lies?" And she's like, "I've never seen that show." I'm like, "Oh my god, come and sit down with me." I'm gonna like, you know, and so yeah, I'm gonna put you on. You form that connection, but I think that sometimes we get so in our own heads and we get so offended by things, and you can't let that resonate because it will eventually seep into your relationship. It definitely will, and I feel like you can also teach them a little bit about your culture absolutely before i got married i was dating um someone from egypt oh wow and the cultural differences were huge to the point that was such a learning experience it was a big learning experience but i do understand where she would come from as far as like not feeling accepted or mm-hmm. not feeling wanted or kind of like problem. understood because I would go to their house and then it was just like all the food was like Egyptian food. I didn't know any of the food and they weren't really being accommodating. They would talk in Arabic the whole time that I was there. Like they just See, really didn't not, care if that, I understood. But that's like not cool. It wasn't cool. And it's one of the main reasons why that relationship didn't work. Plus, 
let's throw in the factor that his mom really wanted him to marry an Egyptian girl. Yeah. She was really not down with the shits. Like, where did this Spanish girl come from? Why is she here? And whatever you do, do not get her pregnant because she cannot be part of this family. So I can understand someone feeling like an outsider or not accepted. And that also comes from when the family's not happy with the person's choice of, of girlfriend, fiance, or wife. Right. So that's also an underlying issue that you want to get through and figure out, like, are they not welcoming you because of who you are, or are they not welcoming you because you're a Latina? Right. And then take There's it from there. There's a big distinction there, and that's a really great point to make. Because it's who you are at your core, or is it because they're, I don't want to say prejudiced, but maybe, yeah. maybe that could Closed be off. It? Maybe you weren't the choice that they wanted for their kid. Well, you know, I, and she doesn't say if her husband is black or white or right. Asian or anything, but, you know, some old school parents want their kids to marry within their race. It's very true. Or within their religion. Like for me, you know, I'm sure that Jackie would have wanted Mark to marry another Jewish, uh, a, a Jewish girl, but you know what? He got this instead. Listen. And you know what? He's better off for it. Now, something that I will tell you that you said, um, um, is that, you know, you thought they would treat you more like family. It's not the case. I've tried to be nice and complacent. I don't think that being nice and complacent is a wrong move on your part. I think that it's like, you know, you want to be pleasant. You don't ever want to cause them any, you know, reason to say, oh, well, she was being bitchy the last time that we got together. But try to find your way in. Try because if relationships. It's with music, if it's with, you know, things like that. <sighs> Any which way, because relationships yeah. do not survive if the family does, does not, not support. Exactly. Yep, if the true. mom is like, don't bring her here. If the brother's like, I can't stand her. If dad is like, bring her back wherever you got her from, your marriage will eventually not survive unless your husband writes off his family. And by the way, there are so many bigger issues that people fight about with marriage. It's finances, you know, whether or not you guys spend enough time together, like the intimacy issues and stuff All of like it. that. All of, All of it. it. So it's like when you can eliminate something just by doing a little work, like it might be uncomfortable at first, but like maybe go over to your in-law's house without your husband one time. That'll be good. Go out with your mother-in-law. Surprise your mother-in-law with some dessert and say, oh, I went to a bakery and this was so amazing and I thought that you would like to try. I know it sounds crazy, but just trust me. It's 20 minutes of your life. You don't even have to stay long. Let them see that you're making the effort. You know, something yeah. that I did, and I know we have to go, but um, I went down to Florida one time to visit my mom, and I took down both babies. And Asher was a baby baby. Um, and I said, you know, it's not fair that I'm literally 40 minutes away from my mother-in-law. Oh, wow, yeah. And I'm with my mom the whole week. And to not spend time with her. These are her grandchildren, too. So I called her and I said, you know, which day is best for you? We're going to come and spend the night because Aww. I was going to bring the boys. My husband wasn't there at all. You know, um, we obviously have a better relationship now, but it, it was kind of awkward. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have two little kids, but the gesture went so far for her because she was like, wow, like you could have stayed at your mom's. You didn't have to do that. So Yeah, but then what, what kind of person would you have been to not let her see her grandbabies, too? Exactly. So that says a lot about you and, and where your heart is. Oh, I, you know what it is? I love her for giving me her son. You know Th there what I you mean? There go. That's a good one. I do. I love her for giving me her son. He has changed my life and he's made me a better person. And I think maybe if you look at it from that perspective, you can maybe make some inroads there. You know, I hope you make it better. I, I hope, hope you so do. Too. You know, because it's just, it's so pleasant when you go somewhere and you don't have that pit in your stomach like, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Like, like you're ringing the doorbell today? and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Hi. Or like you're looking at the clock or you're looking at your phone and 
you're just like, oh my god, another hour of this shit. You yeah. Know? Nah. So, um, good luck to you, and thank you so much for listening. And of course, we want your questions, so send them to us. Yes, please hit us on DM, hit us on Instagram, Ally Spanglish, or you can also email us. Yes, Life in Spanglish Podcast at gmail.com and subscribe. So when we drop these episodes, you get them right away. Yes, and thank you guys for being patient with us. We know we've had a lot on our plate lately. Uh, this businesswoman over here is about to launch, and I oh, don't even now know it's who my, my fault. Is, Goodbye. Whatever. <laughs> Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnal20enespañol.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.